Thank you for tuning in to Hill Country Fellowship's audio podcast. We hope you're encouraged and inspired as you listen today. For more information, visit us online at hcfburnett.org. Uh, we're going to start off today. We're in our Prayer Changes Everything series, and today we're looking at petition or asking or making requests. Uh, and so we're going to start off um, looking at uh, Paul's wisdom about our prayer lives uh, from Philippians 4, uh, verses uh, 6 and 7. This is from the message version. I love how he phrases it, uh, how it's phrased in the message paraphrase. It says this, don't fret or worry. Instead of worrying, pray. Let petitions and praises shape your worries into prayers, letting God know your concerns. Before you know it, a sense of God's wholeness, everything coming together for good will come and settle you down. It's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center of your life. How many of you throughout the course of the last year of life, you've worried about something? Just something. Um, loved one, a relationship, health, finances, uh, eggs are 53% higher than they used to be. I mean, I saw it yesterday. I was like, oh no, my tacos. Uh, you know, but it might be a small worry or, or it might be something that's like massive. But we, we, we worry a lot. We're human beings. The enemy loves to camp on that. And, and I love how it says, it's wonderful what happens when Christ displaces worry at the center, the very core uh, of our being. And, and Paul says it here, Jesus taught us. We're gonna talk about it in, in a moment. We, we did the, the Lord's Prayer, Disciples' Prayer a few weeks ago. But, uh, but we see that God wants us to ask, which is why Jesus gives us that in his teaching on how to pray, on, on how a believer who follows him is supposed to pray. The disciples asked, hey, teach us to pray. And so Jesus said, you start off by, by praising God and his bigness and his awesomeness, and then you ask, and then you end with praising God for his awesomeness and his bigness and his kingdom. Almost everything Jesus gives us in what's known as the Lord's Prayer is petition, is, is asking, making requests. So we can't feel selfish or wrong about asking because we've got to remember that it's about a relationship we have with a living God who loves us as, as a father. And, and so as we grow in our desire and our, our, just our, our relationship of knowing him, we're gonna grow in our prayer life being in tune with his. I wanna uh, actually start us off. A lot of y'all are aware of uh, just some of the health issues that Pastor Doug Lindley from First Baptist here in Burnett is going through. Um, uh, just a long story short, he has uh, shingles and it got into his eyes and it got into his uh, brain stem. Um, and it's massively painful, and, and uh, you know, the only thing you can really do for, st- for shingles is kind of take steroids or, or meds, uh, and so that's what they're doing, but we're going we're gonna to contend, we're going to ask for God to heal our friend Doug. He's, uh, he was on staff here at one time, uh, a great member of our community, he's part of our Highland Lakes uh, Crisis Network, a key member of that with his church, and so we're going to contend for Doug's healing right now. Um, and I love what, uh, what it says in, I think it's Jeremiah 17. It says, Lord, when you heal me, I'm healed. When you save me, I'm saved. When you rescue me, I'm rescued. Um, and I'll sing praises to you. So would you just join with me as you pray for, for Pastor Doug? Lord, we, we come before you as a church body 
here at Hill Country Fellowship, and we pray for our brother who's a part of our church body uh, in a larger sense, a part, part of our church family uh, here in Burnett County. We, we lift up Doug before you. And Lord, uh, you, can, you can heal and do anything. You are all powerful. You're the miracle worker. You're the healer of our, of our relationships. You're the healer of our, of our, our emotional hangups. You're, you're the healer of our physical bodies. So would you touch Doug right now and heal him? I pray for peace to overflow in his body. I pray for, for comfort to fill his soul. But for his physical body, would you heal him from this shingles issue he's dealing with, would you just eradicate it from his life, heal him, no pain, no discomfort, no issue with the eyes, no issue uh, moving further with, with how it's gotten inside of his body, and would you just remove it completely from him? And we will continue to pray for Doug to be healed uh, wholly by you. And thank you for hearing our cries, hearing our prayers. You tell us you hear when we pray with humble hearts, and so we humbly come before you and say, you're the only healer, and Doug needs you to heal him right now, so would you touch Doug? In your name we pray, amen. I want to ask you to keep praying for him, and uh, we'll keep updating uh, on our, on our uh, daily um, prayer email. If you don't get that, you can sign up for it um, and just let you know how that's going as we believe for him to be fully 100% healed. So in, in Luke chapter 11, which is our main scripture we're going to be kind of camping on or working from today, we hear about, and Jesus is talking, we hear about this how much more God. I love how, how it's phrased in, in, the, in Jesus' words, how much more. I mean, he's big, right? He's God. He saves us. He defeated sin and death. He, he beat the grave. He took away the sting of, uh, of death from believers uh, he died in our place and, and, and rose again. I mean, he's big. And if that's not enough, how much more does he give those who, who love him and are, are following him wholeheartedly? Luke 11, verses 9 through 13 says this. Remember, Jesus is talking, so it's in red, if you have a red letter edition. And so I tell you, keep on asking, and you will receive what you ask for. Keep on seeking, and you will find. Keep on knocking and the door will be opened to you. For everyone who asks, receives. Everyone who seeks, finds. And everyone who knocks, the door will be open. And to everyone who knocks, the door will be open. You fathers, if your children ask for a fish, do you give them a snake instead? Or if they ask for an egg, do you give them a scorpion? Of course not. So if you sinful people know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask him. In the, in the, I think it's in Matthew when this is, this, this same uh, story is written uh, by Matthew. Uh, he says, how much more will he give good gifts to those who ask him? The Holy Spirit is the best good gift we can get. We see here from Jesus' mouth himself that God wants us to ask. He wants us to ask for those things on our heart, on our mind, that, that we desire. Now, we're going to learn that it does have to do with a love relationship with God, but we've got to learn to ask, and we have to tear down this deception, this, this, this wall of lies that says that, that we can't ask because it's selfish, that we just have to go, well, your will be done, your will be done, and we not ask for anything. It is good to live with your will be done. Like, that is a great humble posture for us to have for our hearts and our lives, 
But we also have to ask, we have to talk, we have to, we have to uh, let our hearts be known to our loving Father. I mean, look at the disciples' prayer, or the Lord's prayer. He says, give us. When Jesus is telling us, this is how you pray, you thank him and then you say, give us, lead us, forgive us, heal us, deliver us. All those things, it's, it's a request that we're asking. Lord, forgive me. Lord, thank you for giving this to me. Lord, lead me. Lord, protect me from, from falling into temptation. It's requests that are made. This is where we get our big idea today. How much more will the Heavenly Father give? As you live learning about God and loving God and, and, and deepening your relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit who's in you, how much more is he gonna give beyond what you will ask or even think of that it tells us in the New Testament? It's about us asking him. Petitions, requests, a prayer life, it's, it's about us asking him for it. But there is a catch. And it's not a negative, tricky catch, but there's, there's a catch because the catch of us asking him is relationship with him. Matthew 6.10 gives us the catch. May your kingdom come. May your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. It's about his kingdom, not ours. It's about his will being done, not mine. So the catch is, God, I'm gonna ask you for things, but it's gonna line up with your kingdom and your heart and your will. And we're still in process, right? I mean, we still have the, the flesh in us and, and, and some of us are younger in our faith and so we're still learning some things and, and some of us struggle with certain temptations and so, yeah, we're gonna have times where we're like, Lord, you know, maybe we're growing up and I don't know if you prayed this when you are in college, ooh, she's pretty, give me her, you know, kind of thing. Well, if I got every girl that I thought was, I'd be married 74 times, right? So God knew there's one coming, but I, it's, like, it's gonna be in Hawaii when you meet her. And so he didn't always answer those, those prayers. And at the same time, as I grew in relationship with him, I stopped asking for everyone that caught my attention to become the person I married. Because my life began, be, began to become in tune with him and his heart. And I was like, Lord, whatever you want for my life. Like, I want to serve you. I want to, I want to love you. I want, to, I want to lead people to you. I want to tell people about you. And so I began to live out a life that was about why Jesus came. He came to seek and save the lost. He came to, to, to grow and raise up disciples. He came uh, to, to advance the kingdom. So that's my life began to do that. And then I began to align my prayer life with that. But yeah, we're in process still. I mean, it takes some time. As we pray and when we ask, it needs to be in tune with God's will. In John 14, John 15, John 16, in the book of Colossians, in, in other places in the New Testament, we see whatever Jesus basically says, and maybe the authors like Paul says, whatever you ask, ask in his name. Whatever you ask for, ask in his name. So if my prayer, and maybe I'm struggling. Anybody ever have a, a time where you're struggling and you pray at a person, right? You're like, Lord, take them down. Lord, remove them from the planet, uh, whatever it might be. The, those aren't prayers that are on God's heart. Now, 
protect me from falling into temptation, help me grow this relationship. Can you help this person, you know, as I'm walking this through, this person doesn't need to be in my life. Can you, can you remove me from influence because maybe you're coming out of an addiction life and those people aren't healthy. But we don't pray at or negatively about a person. We pray, Lord, will you, will you move in my life and in, in her life or in, in his life in this situation? First John uh, chapter five, verses 14 and 15 are, it's an interesting one because it's so easy to argue yeah, but with, but listen to this. First John five, verse 14, and we are confident that God hears us whenever we ask for anything that pleases him. And since we know he hears us when we make our requests, we also know that he will give us what we ask for. A lot of us run to that last line, he will give us, what we ask for, but we got to go up uh, a verse and see that it says anything that pleases him. Okay. Okay, pastor, I, I hear you. How do I learn that? How do you find out what makes a person happy or makes them come alive? What do you do? You grow in relationship with them, right? You have a relationship. You talk to them. You know them. You find out what they're about. You find out what makes them tick. You, you, you grow in your relationship with that person and what, what makes their heart come alive. And then you know what pleases them. Same with God. We open the word. That's why I'm, I, I love Dan Britton and what he brought. He brought a love for the word to people's lives so they can fall in love with the author of the word so then they can know by reading the word and being in the word and, and falling in love with the word what pleases the one who gave us the word. And so then when I pray, I pray things that please God's heart. And if I'm praying for things that please God's, pleases God's heart, he's gonna answer those requests, those petitions, those, those things that are there on our heart. And in verse 14 of that, of, of 1 John 5, it says we're confident. That confidence really means freedom of speech. I have the ability to come before my Father God and freely speak what's on my heart and my mind. I have freedom of speech with him. That's why I think King David was such an, uh, uh, an amazing author uh, when he gave us psalms and, and had such an amazing relationship. I mean, God did say about David, he's a man after my own heart. He, he was able to freely come before God. And, and if you read the Psalms, you find a lot of them will start off with, hey, how long am I gonna suffer here? How long do my enemies get to triumph over me? How, when are you going to come and rescue me? And, and as he walks through that free speech relationship with God, you see at the end of the Psalm, he would write, you're faithful, you're good. No matter what comes, you're my God, you're my rock and my deliverer. You could see the humanity of David because he, he was being real, taking him to that free speech, but then also because he knew God and he grew in relationship with God, he, he landed at, but you are holy and awesome and mighty and you're for me. That verse 14 tells us that we, we can have this great relationship with God because he's so good. And, and because he's so good, he says, come, come into my presence and, and, and speak your mind. At the same time, we gotta remember what Jesus said. Never forget that he is a holy and awesome and mighty God. He's huge and, and he's all powerful. And so we have to give him that honor and that recognition there. 
and know that, that, that his heart is one that says, come and, and, and speak your mind, but also remember who you're talking to. So there's this, you know, it's like, you know, if kids, kids got to be able to go in there with their parents and just, you know, share their heart, but they can't come in and treat their parents like junk. That's not a healthy relationship, and that kid's off kilter, and so that child needs to be able to speak to mom and dad, but also honor mom and dad, and we have to be the same as followers of Jesus. And here's the thing about, uh, about, about making our requests known, about asking, is that we realize it's, it's simple, but it's not always easy. Like to ask for what's on God's heart is a simple understanding. Okay, it's God's heart, but it's not always easy because I, I still struggle with my flesh or I, I deal with things I'm going through or maybe I don't quite know this or that. So that's why church community is so healthy to have around us and, and to grow, that, grow into this place of what he desires becomes what, what I desire. And then when I desire what he desires, I find that my heart is fulfilled and I, I'm living this abundant life that I become fully alive in following Jesus. That, that every way that I was made to be is coming to pass as I find out God's heart and I, I'm in the word and I'm in prayer and I'm not just throwing up, you know, Scott's laundry list of needs, but I'm really having a relationship with him. I become fulfilled. And as I become fulfilled, I'm living out the life I was saved to live out. Luke 11 tells us to, to keep on asking, keep on seeking, keep on knocking. It's this continuous and ongoing process rooted in a relationship with the living God. And it's a matter of faith. It's taking God at his word, trusting in his promise to, to work on the behalf of those who, who have said, I, I, I will follow you and believe in you. I, you are my king. You, you are my Lord. And even when we can't see it, because that's when it starts to get hard, when we can't, when we can't see the answer or, or the answers are long in coming. It's like, I've been praying about this for, for four years. And, and it seems like it's just not coming through. My health is still here. My finances are still here. This, this job is still this. When those answers are long in coming, it gets hard. When, when we get a no answer, it's really hard. Nobody asks for something hoping to get no. We're human, right? Everybody, you know, a kid can have 74 bags of candy when they ask for the 75th and you say no. What? How dare you? I'm, I'm a candy lover, you know, kind of thing. Well, we're the same with God. We, we ask and we ask. We don't like no answers, but sometimes the best answer a parent can give a, a child, a, a God can give a, a saved one that he redeemed is no answer because he knows best. And he knows what's needed or he knows it's not the time. But we still need to have faith and trust God who always does come through in the way that he knows is best. See, it's all about Jesus and Jesus says, ask away. I mean, think about it. When Jesus was asked to teach them how to pray, he told them, praise God. Put your life in a place of humility. He's bigger Praise him for how awesome he is and then ask for everything and then you praise him again. Your kingdom come, your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. I submit. So I start off with humble praise and then I ask away 
And then I have this submission to your God and, and I trust you. Here's, here's my desire, but I also trust you because I'm gonna submit my life to you. But we gotta ask away. Ask for your marriage to, to, to come alive in a way it's never come alive before. Ask for your kids to, to know Jesus and fall in love with the Redeemer and Savior of their soul. Ask that your job would be peaceful or that you'd have a promotion or, or that somehow there'd be a, a change in the atmosphere at your workplace. Ask that your health issue would be taken away and not be a health issue anymore and you'd be fully healed. Ask for that broken relationship to be reconciled and for your heart to be healed in the midst of it. Ask for wisdom for what to do next in this setting or that situation or uh, I'm buying this or whatever it might be. Just ask God. Just start talking and watch that he will do more than you could ever even think up to ask. It's about his will being best. It's about his will being the best where you humbly submit you know what? Here's my requests. I'm making them known, but you are God and I trust you in this. I mean, even Jesus walked through it when he was in the garden, right? His flesh didn't want to go through what he knew was coming. That pain of, of crucifixion, the, the pain of the weight of, of sin of all humanity on him, the, 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 the taking away of relationship with God the Father for the first time in ever, and Jesus said, if there's any other way, can this cup pass from me? Not my will, yours be done. So even Jesus understands when we ask for something, but then we come to this place where we humbly submit and say, but whatever you need to do, you do. You have a choice. You were made in God's image. God has a will. He made you with a will. So you, you have a choice to make on, on whether you're going to... Uh, ask, whether you're going to learn about him, whether you're going to submit your, your life and your will to him, you have a choice. You have a choice in everything you do that grows you in relationship with God. Are you going to read the word of God and, and consistently follow it? Are you going to live a generous life and give of your time, talents, and treasure to the kingdom? Are you going to be the one who freely forgives and doesn't hold on to bitterness? Are you going to be the one that looks at the word and says, okay, he's asked me to live this way and I'm going to, I'm going to live this way? You have, a, you have a choice. Just like in prayer, we have a choice to go to prayer, to submit our lives to him, to trust him as a matter of faith. But we have to start somewhere and then grow in that. I mean, sometimes I'm just like, Lord, I'm not really in the mood. Like I'm, 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 I'm tired or I'm frustrated or I'm just pithy or whatever I am, would you help me to, to push through this flesh moment and just honor you for who you are? Will you help me? He's always going to help you do the things that, that are good and healthy for you. And submitting our lives to the Lordship of Jesus is the key. That's the catch for any prayer life is submitting our lives to the Lordship of Jesus as we ask, as we petition with our prayer lives. That's why I love to start off with, you are so good and faithful to me. I'm feeling this way, bad, or I'm feeling this way, and it's fantastic. Sometimes it's easy to jump into that, sometimes it's not, but, but you are so good. You are holy, you're good. You're mighty. 
I pray your will is done in and from my life. And then my heart and my mind are set correctly towards Jesus. And as I pray and ask for those things, I'm just in tune with him. My will fully submitted to God and my petitions become perfect. Not because I'm perfect, but because I'm submitted to a perfect God who leads me perfectly. Humble submission helps us to grow in our trust because he's trustworthy. God knows what he's doing. He knows what's best. His kingdom is here and now, and he's like, hey, you don't have to wait for good things to come in heaven. You can live out an amazing life, an abundant life here on planet earth. Even though we still go through stuff, we go through tough things and, and we deal with painful things and we face trials and temptations, Jesus is still here and has dominion here. He's the king I follow and that I pledge my allegiance to. So uh, a few years ago, and I've mentioned this before briefly, but a few years ago, the Lord uh, really, we, we felt called to a fast when we were living in San Antonio. And, and part of the fast was, I gotta, I gotta fast and pray so God will get me out of this situation where I was working, actually I was serving in a church at the time. Uh, I was like, Lord, this is obviously not of you because it's painful and I hate it. Uh, so I'm gonna fast so you can move me. So, I, I, you know, I, I, but I learned in the midst of it that God's will is always the best. I hated that I was going through what I had to go through and I was adamant that change had to happen. So I was praying, Lord, let this be your will instead of, Lord, what's your will for me? It, they almost sound the same, except you can't get away with anything with God, right? So I'm like, Lord, let it be your will that you remove me from this setting and I don't have to be here anymore. And what he did is he gently nudged me to this place of, hey, Scott, as you fast and pray, just worship me. I'm like, but I got so many things to tell you to do. You know, that, that's what I was thinking. Don't do that. Uh, be real, but then stop doing that. Um, but I was like, but I, I have so many things in my heart that I need to let you know that you need to do so I can get out of this. And he was like, just worship me. And I was like, okay, I'll, one time, not gonna hurt. Uh, and then tomorrow, man, as I was started to worship, I just was like, wow, you love me. Wow, you're holy. Wow, you're worthy. Wow, that's not really that big of an issue. I mean, it felt this way, but it's not that big of an issue. In my mind, I had perfectly logical demands to fast and pray about. And in his mind, which is always best and perfect, it's Scott just needs to get his heart set so that, so that his, he can just be a worshiper no matter where he is. Because if Scott, if you can worship through this, you can worship through anything. If you can worship through this, you're gonna see victory happen in your life no matter what uh, tough time you walk through. And what I found was God said, you know how to love people and you know how to follow me. Remain there and do that. And it was a year and a half of remaining there and doing that. And I found it so much easier, even though chaos continued for a year and a half after that prayer time. It was about a week long of, of fasting and praying. The Lord said, you're you know how to love and you know how to follow me and I'm gonna bring peace in your life and from your life. And so everything I went into the prayer and fasting time with, it was wiped away. It was just like wiped clean day one. 
And I spent the entire time just worshiping him. Every time I had a fasting and prayer time, it was all about worshiping him and just letting the truth of who he is just wash over my soul. Because my heart wasn't aligned with his at the time, but I humbled myself and I submitted to him and I trusted him and he came through. And as a result, after the year and a half, the Lord brought me here. So he, he has his, he knows what's going on. He may have taken me somewhere else or kept me there. He can do whatever he wants, but he wants our hearts first and foremost. He knows what's best. So the question I have for us is, are you gonna let Jesus be in charge of your life? I'm gonna ask you to stand right now. Are you gonna let Jesus be in charge of every area of your life? If you say yes, it means you, you trust him and you're saying that his will is best. And that's when petitions you make line up with the heart of the living God, the creator God himself, because you're asking him in a way that's in tune with his heart. You're actually asking him to do the things that he wants done. So my, my question is this, what's one big request that you have right now? What's one big request you need to bring to Jesus and where you need to say, Lord, it's not my will, but yours be done. Is it a loved one? Is it a health concern? Is it a job? Is it uh, struggling in your faith? What's, what's your request? Don't be ashamed to ask God to break through, to come through, to move in the midst of it. Have your heart align with his. He's your dad. He wants only amazing things for you. What's one big request? That person that you love that is just bound by the enemy, that, that addiction issue you have, you cannot break free on your own for, with that thing that the doctor said you have, health issue, that, that emotional state that you're stuck in, that relationship that is broken and busted. We're gonna, we're gonna lift our request to the Lord. And I wanna encourage you, ask big and ask away and how, watch how much more our Heavenly Father gives a good gift to you than even you ask for. So would you just close your eyes right now? I'm gonna pray and, and as I do, just, just lift that request to the Lord. And if during these songs you need to come up here, you come up here. But Lord, we, we come before you as sons and daughters all across this room and everyone listening or tuning in online or on the radio, we, we come before you, and here's our request. We are imperfect, yet you see us as perfect. We are, we are in process, and yet we're complete in Christ. Lord, we're, we're walking through stuff, and we know that you're a faithful God who walks it through with us. So as your sons and daughters all across this room, we lift up our big request. We lift up our big, the big thing we're asking for. Lord, here's my request. I'm gonna say it. I'm gonna say it. I'm not holding on to it anymore and I'm not gonna get, be, be stuck in a place that, that says you're not gonna come through for me. I'm gonna make a bold faith statement and ask you, would you come through in this person's life? Would you come through in my life here? Would you heal me? Would you break through my finances? Would you, would you heal this relationship issue? Would you save my son? Would you save my daughter? Would you save my mom and dad? We lift them up before you right now. 
maybe for the first time, but we lift him up before you in faith, asking you to come through, fully submitted to your awesomeness, your big heart, your holiness, and trusting you to move in the midst of these things on our hearts. And we'll continue to pray day after day after day as you come through. In your name we pray, amen. Thank you for listening. For more sermons and full service replays, visit us online at hcfburnit.org. God bless and have a great week.